Ace is a pizzeria. It's a, the best pizza in Adelaide. It's a so succulent. It's delicious. It's tasty. It's family friendly. This place, Ace's Pizza and Liquor, located in the heart of the city, right next to Chinatown, right next to the Adelaide Central Markets. Ace's Pizza is some of the best pizza that you can get in this city. And you know me, I, you, dude, I'm a big fatty, so I know food. Go in there, buy a pizza, and tell me that shit's not good. I dare you. Won't happen. You need to get this pizza. It is important to me. It is important. It should be important to you. It is fucking unreal. Ace's Pizza. It is right next to the Central Markets in Chinatown. It's it's all it's like the old school American Italian pizzeria uh, vibe. Dude, I walk in there and sometimes I feel like I'm I'm gonna get whacked. This shit is so Italian, bro. It is. It, it looks like it's mobbed up. It's not. It's a beautiful family-run establishment. Bring your kids. Bring your wife. You know. And, you know. I'm sure if you've got a mistress, I'm sure they'll accept her. They come over. They have a chat. They're friendly. Dude, get in there. They stock young blood beer. They do a good coffee. You know. They've got your. They've got beer on tap. They got beer in bottles, cans. It's a liquor store. You can actually take away liquor from there as well. Dude. If, if, I don't know. I don't know a better establishment to really spend your time at, to be honest. Ace's Pizza. Get there. They support the podcast. You support them. That's how it should go. You know, let's support each other, especially in this, this you know, this lockdown bullshit. Support, support, support the small business. Ace's Pizza, the best pizza in town. We're also supported by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Joel was a professional sports better for, you know, around 10 years. And then he got blacklisted from all of the, uh, the, the the bookmaking websites, sports bet, Ladbrokes, all that shit. He's been blacklisted. He can't do it anymore. So he's provide he's providing his knowledge and sports betting expertise to you to say fuck you to the bookmakers. Speaking of mobbed up shit, these guys just they they you know they're ruining lives, breaking apart families, and then you start winning a couple of dollars, they blacklist you. Fuck that. I know a guy who gambled gambled so much dude he started, you know, taking items of clothes. He, he ran out of cash. He's like, oh here, look, I bet my watch, you know? I bet my I bet my nikes. I bet my fucking cotton socks. I bet my cock. I bet my cock, dude. If I lose this one, you can slice my dick off. And you know what? Now that dude walks around with no dick and he's not even trans, bro. But they think that they can just blacklist dudes. So Joel's giving the big fuck you to the bookmakers. And you can sign up to bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's P-O-D-D-Y exclusive 5-0 to get 50% off your entire first week subscription. Uh, and dude. You, you sign up to the most, you know, the highest package. You get that 50% off. You get you get a bunch of money, and then you can just afford the package. Moving forward, think about that. So that that's basically that's basically the game plan. You go in with this potty discount, and you've got to go through the link, you assholes. Don't just go in, put the discount, and not do the link. Because if you don't do the link, I don't get my kickback. Welcome to the potty.com. No, wrong one. Betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 for 50% off your first week's subscription. Welcome to the potty also runs on that bung bung coffee. I'm drinking it right now. Listen to this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The best coffee. The best coffee you can get. Don't... I, I don't even, I actually don't know why you would bother drinking any other coffee. Bro. I, I drink this bun bun coffee every day of my life because, you know, I'm, I'm the founder and director. So I got, I got it on, you know, I get high on my own supply of this shit. Okay? But like, I'm taking it with me. Put it in a thermos. Put it in a keep cup. You know, put it in my pockets. Sometimes I've got, you know, airtight pockets that... Um, you can bring liquids in. I'd, I'd bring it. I'll bring it with me because this is the best coffee. A coffee, and I need it on me at all times, bro. You won best coffee award at the at the uh, 
the uh, ICA's International Coffee Awards. Won, he won the, the award, bro, for best coffee ever made. Best coffee ever blended. Best coffee ever ground. Best hot coffee ever put on the shelves. He won all those awards. And you can, you can Google that if you want. Uh, but, dude, if you want to get your hands on this coffee, just go to bungbungcoffee.com. That's bungbungcoffee.com. And if you want a little bit of disky, enter cr- promo code POTTY, P-O-D-D-Y. Guess what? 15% off your order. 15% off your order. 15% off your order. And that's delicious. That's a delicious discount. And that's a delicious bean. And uh, Welcome to the Potty is also... Um, we, 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 get, we run with the help of the listeners. And you guys, you've all got your unsourced t-shirts. Well, maybe not all of you do. Maybe your wife doesn't. Maybe your kid doesn't. So go to welcometothepotty.com slash store, buy yourself an unsourced t-shirt. Mm-hmm. These motherfuckers are soft. These bad boys, you know how sometimes you, you, you go down a slippery dip when you're in a poor, a poor neighborhood and you get stuck? And it's like, well, this isn't a slippery dip, this is a sticky dip? Fuck that. You put on this unsourced t-shirt, you're sliding wherever the fuck you want to go. You don't even need a car anymore, you just slide to work. Slide to the store. Slide to the COVID testing clinic. You know, slide to go get your vaccination. You know, slide to your church of Scientology if that's what you're all about. You just slide wherever you go, bruh, in this welcome to the potty, unsourced, slippery, dippery, soft as baby shit. You know, swaggy tea. Get in there. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, welcome, Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man Clay Tron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum BI of podcasting, the Captain, the Tex Walker of podcasting, because we started off today with technical difficulties. Yeah, baby. Um, you know, it's COVID. So, board man's not allowed to be here today because we're in ISO and all this. Uh, so, I had to set this shit up without the assistance of board man. And like I've told you guys before, I've, bec- I've become accustomed to having the board man here. And I don't know what I'm doing anymore when I'm trying to press a button. I, for- I don't even know what this thing, apparently is called a soundboard. I don't fucking know. I forgot. I, I deleted that knowledge from my, you know, my, my, my think tank. My brain up there. I deleted that knowledge because um, I didn't need it anymore. I gave it to him. He, he presses buttons. I don't know what a button is. What's that? You know? You know, you, you, I'm trying to press it right now. It's like, how do you, what, what does this one do? Oh, okay. Okay. Oh. Easy money. But it's, yeah, we started off with some technical difficulties. Shout out to text. Tex Walker and, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger. You know, sometimes you've got to be front or back, you know, backwards and forwards, you know, drive reverse. And that's life. Sometimes you take two steps back and you get put into a lockdown, you know, and people, you know, people find, people, people imagine imaginative, bro. People out here really got some imaginations on them. Um, things like this. Uh, what did I read? Oh, oh, this is uh, population control. And no, I don't think they're trying to kill everyone with the vaccine, but they're trying to make us infertile. Bow, bow. Incorrect, fuck nuts. All right, you're out. You're out. Remember that show, You Are the Weakest Link? Goodbye. And that, that red-headed battle axe used to run that shit, and she didn't give a fuck, dude. Oh, my God. People would say the wrong thing and she'd be like, mm, you're retarded, fuck off, bro. That's pretty much the show. It was called Weakest Link, but um, I think when it got pitched, it, in the room they said, yo, I've got an idea of this show called You're Retarded, Fuck Off. <laughs> but then they were like, you know what, that's a little bit on the nose. How about we just call it The Weakest Link? And then they were like, yeah, that works as long as you pay me. You know, fuck you, pay me. Easy money. But... um. Yeah, people out here really, 
talking wild shit, bro. Talking wild shit on this vaccination. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, dude. I'm not a scientist. I am a doctor, yes. Got the PhD of podcasting. It's on my wall right over there. Um, if you ever need to check my credentials, you can check them. But just let me just let me tell you this. If you want to see my credentials, I want to see your fucking credentials. You come through, you want to see my badge, dude? I want to see your fucking badge. Oh, oh, you got a PhD in podcasting? Oh, yeah, that's not even real. Oh, yeah? It's hanging on my fucking wall, baby. What do you do? Oh, I'm in sales. Do you have a PhD in sales? Well, then you're not a salesman. Don't come at me telling me you want to see my fucking credentials, bro. You know my pedigree. I come here with the heat week after week. You know, sometimes I come in with a little bit too much heat like I did two episodes ago, you know? And I was very embarrassed about that. Did I get any complaints? No. I actually got I actually got more compliments than I usually do because I usually get zero compliments. Maybe one, you know, one DM a week, someone will say like, oh, I love the episode this week. Thank you so much for your show. You're changing my life. I laughed so hard the other day that I shit my pants and I had been constipated for four weeks. Thank you, Claiborne, for doing that for me. You, you are clearly a PhD of podcasting. I do not need to check your credentials. And that's, that's beautiful. And two weeks ago, I got about four messages saying like, Jesus Christ, that was funny. While I was, you know, in the middle of a nervous breakdown thinking, you know, I'd offended each minority group except my own, you know? But, but this is how we, sorry, I'm, I'm, my feet are playing with my uh, filing cabinet, making a whole bunch of noise. I hope you guys couldn't hear that, but I'll stop doing that. Um, yeah, man, and that's, I don't, I don't even remember what I was talking about, but that, that's pretty much where I'm at this week. We're in a lockdown, so what have we been doing? I've watched one movie, I think. I don't think I've even watched two movies. Uh, I've played a little bit of video games, which has been nice, been writing some jokes, um, who knows when I'm going to be back on a stage again. I do have a gig booked in at the Cranker uh, Crown and Anchor Hotel on the 24th of August. Feature spot, so that's 10 minutes. Don't do that. Don't don't get a lot of 10-minute gigs uh, around these parts. So it's nice to get that. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully we're all opened up. Um, I live near a uh, COVID testing location and the traffic... The bumper-to-bumper traffic around my house during a fucking lockdown has just been insanity. Now, did I post a story on my Instagram? No. Uh, It's not, you know, it's not that interesting, you know, where I'm going to post a picture of it. Will I talk about it for one minute on a podcast and waste one minute of your lives? Yeah. 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 Um... What else happened this week? That's it. There's not heaps that happened this week, really. Uh, so I guess, you know, I'll tell you what I like about lockdown is saving on fuel costs, saving on fuel costs. Uh, that is, that is one positive. I'll do, you know what? Let's do a gratification list. You know, everyone's fucking complaining. I'm in like two group chats and guns like, oh, fucking lockdown. Dude. Yeah. It sucks. Some of us can't work. Some of us can't get paid. And I, I fucking feel you, bro. But think about the good things. You can sit down and complain all you want, bruh. But think about the good things sometimes, you know? If you didn't lose your job and you're just like not able to work, you know, that's a good thing. That's forced rest. Are you, you're not getting money? Yeah. Don't think about that for a second and just think, shit, I'm getting some fucking rest. Okay. That's a good thing. Oh, I don't need to drive for seven days. Holy shit, I'm saving on fuel costs. Damn, that's delicious. That's as delicious as a bung bung bean, you know? What else is dope? You know, if you're not alone, like, you know, I've got Rachel here. I don't get to spend heaps of time with her. I work all day and then I don't do comedy all night usually, so I don't really see her. So it's cool to like spend some more time with my partner. My dogs, I get to spend more time with them. They get, they've been getting more exercise because they don't have to be locked up in their little section all day. They can roam the whole house. We're allowed to walk our dogs. 2.5 kilometers radius is the max. But that's, you're allowed to do that. Dude, it's, there's positives, man. Dude, I, do you know how, 
I often eat just like a can of soup for dinner or like a bag of soup or like ramen noodles, me goreng, you know? Basic quick shit, two minute shit. Uh, I've been eating good this this uh, lockdown because I'm just home. I don't have travel time. I don't have comedy. It's just all like, shit, how about I cook a good meal then? It's positive. There's positives, man. You don't have to just keep texting the same shit to your group chats. Oh, lockdown sucks. No shit, bruh. Tell me something I don't know. How about that? How about that? Because I'm over your crying, bruh. You're bringing everyone else down. Dude, we get it. It fucking sucks. Yes, we get it. You can't work. Yes, that fucking sucks. Tell me three good things. I just told you probably five good things. You know, guess what? I haven't had to tie any shoelaces. Well, I, well, you know, I worked out, got on the bike, did a little run in my backyard. I got a big backyard, so I just run. I just run back there. Got on the uh, exercise bike, did some weights, did some pushies. Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, I had to tie my laces for that shit. But like, I haven't had to wear good pants. I haven't had to wear like tight work pants. I've been wearing sweats, baby. Sweats and t-shirts. I've been cooking. I made some scones. So shout out to uh, an ex-colleague of mine who sent me through a fucking scone recipe. And man, these motherfuckers could hit, bro. Good God. Oh, man. Mm. Mm, that bung bung coffee. People are dude. People have been ordering the coffee during lockdown. I'm staying busy, bro. No offense to anyone who like lost their job or whatever, but shit, I'm out here. Um, just like too much work. No offense, you know. Um, thinking about, dude, I was talking to Boardman last weekend and we were talking about Birkenstocks and Ugg boots and footwear, just various comfy footwear. Uh, slippers, because my slippers, I had to throw them out because they were very synthetic and they got stinky real quick. I had them for a couple months, maybe three months, and I threw them out. Okay, and I don't like I don't have stinky feet if that's what you're, you know, thinking right now. Um, I, yeah, they were just too synthetic. So I'm talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, well, I like in the winter. I've I've got Birkenstock. I, I resisted for a long time getting the Birks because." They look mad corny or whatever, but they're they're like the the uh, comfiest thing I've got. And I've heard this from a lot of Birkenstock wearers. And uh, he's like, yeah, so in the winter, I'll just go Birks and socks, which is mad dad shit. And Boardman's not even a dad. Um, so so I'm like, okay, I'm not I'm not there yet. What are you What are your thoughts on Uggs? And we're talking Uggs, and like, nah, we're not gonna do it. Fuck that. I gotta tell you this though. I gotta. I can tell you this. I've been on the Ugg Boots website. I'm thinking about doing it, bro. I'm thinking about doing it. It's not because just because it's not synthetic fabric. I think it's not going to get like stank up. Here's the thing. I'm going in. I'm going into these other bullshit slippers with clean feet, clean socks, and I'm coming out of there and it's stinky, bro. Dude, I wear my work boots all day. I got the Iron Williams. I wear them all day. They don't stink. You know, I come home shower switch over into some some slippers bang they stink so it's the slippers okay understand that and i'm thinking maybe the ugg boots i won't have that problem and you know i've been looking for slippers and they, a lot of people don't make slippers in my size 14 a lot of them go up to size 12 only i'm like what's this you think only only small people get fucking cold bro i get cold i'm cold right now as we speak and i'm just wearing socks no shoes um, fuck, I forgot, I, for, I really forgot, uh, through the magic of seamless editing, you probably don't realize that we've had even further technical fucking difficulties, so yeah, again, I'm not doing, I'm, when this shit happens, I don't have the time nor the patience to be cutting everything up and fixing it, so I'm not doing a YouTube episode this week, fuck that, bro, I've had it, but, in the time, like I, I got so angry that I'd, I've just taken about an hour off in between the episodes, um, at about the fourteen or fifteen minute mark. I don't know if you 
if you uh, can can see it or hear it or not. But I think I think I've probably put it together pretty nicely. Okay, for you not to realize it. But fuck, I got so mad I had to go and just like decompress for a minute because I'm so I'm just so fucking mad. I need to get a new computer. Uh, I I I don't know. I don't fucking know, bruh, But god damn it. Um, sometimes shit makes me so fucking mad, dude. Uh, but you know what it is. NBA, NBA season has finished officially. Let's talk about it. Sports. All right. Uh, the Milwaukee Bucks are the champs. Bucks in six. Dude, let me break this shit down. I think I, I went over it a little bit uh, last weekend with Boardman, but Phoenix come out 2 0. 2 fucking 0 opening up. And um, they they were looking like, shit, maybe the Suns are going to get this shit. Chris Paul's going to get his first ring. Then I was talking to Boardman last week about, I don't know about this whole narrative of Chris Paul. I'm over it. I think the rest of the team is not getting enough credit. And they're just like, Chris Paul turned the franchise around. Do you forget that these motherfuckers pre-Chris Paul went 8-0 in the bubble? Remember that? Devin Booker is a bona fide superstar. DeAndre Ayton, you know, he fell off a little bit towards the end of the series. His first finals, he's young. He's like 22 years old. Give me a break. He's going to be okay. Giannis put the team on his back. Well, no, no, no. Okay. Drew, uh, Drew Holiday, Chris Middleton, they came through as well. And they won the next four fucking games in a row to go up in six fucking games. In game six, Giannis had four. 50 points, 10 rebounds, and five blocks. The second player in the history of the NBA to do that in the NBA Finals. Are you kidding? This guy is called the Greek Freak for a goddamn reason. And uh, I'm so fucking happy for him, man. And, you know, he comes out with the slander as well. You know, it, 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 we could have, I could I could go anywhere, you know. Free agency, I go, go uh, you know. Make super team and win one. Yeah, that's the easy way. That's the easy way. We, we did it the hard way. We did it the hard way. And I fucking love that he said that, bro. And w- with that Greek accent, bro, it. And you know, I think I might have sounded African, but he's Nigerian as well. So maybe he's, you know, he's Afro, Afro, um, Greek, Afro Greco, Afro Greco. You know. Uh, and honestly, bro. It sounds so harmless when he says it, but you know he's throwing shade at KD, LeBron, fucking whoever else, James Harden. Just fucking bring that heat. And fucking PJ Tucker, he beat a, he used to play for Houston, okay? And he beat a ex-Houston teammate in every round. Every round. I forget who they played first, but then I think they come up against um, Atlanta. Sorry, that was Clint Capella there. Uh, then then they come up against Brooklyn. That was James Harden there. Then they come up against the Phoenix Suns, who was... Um, that's a good question. Who played for Houston from there? Maybe no one. I don't fucking know, bro. It's all on Sorcerer. Welcome to the Potty Podcast, bro, but... Dude, I'm so happy. I'm so happy they fucking won, man. So happy they won. Um, The Olympics, the Olympics has started. I don't know if anyone cares about the Olympics anymore. Dude, when I was a kid, bro, I was like, fuck, yes, it's the Olympics this year. That's dope. And now I'm sitting here like, fuck the Olympics, dude. I'm happy that skateboarding's in it. Um, I don't even know, like, I don't even know who's in it though. Like, is Tony Hawk in it? I hope so. Because like, you know, he's 53 years old, but like, it'd be good for him to be in Olympics. He's the GOAT. So just be in the Olympics, even though you might not win it, you're too old or whatever. It'd be dope to see him fucking get that money. But, uh, yeah, dude, Olympics are on. No one gives a fuck, dude. Like, Olympics is over, bro. No one cares. It, like, you know, when there was like wars and like, you know, um, international tensions, that was that was the thing. That was like, okay, the Olympics, we're all together. We're all, um, it unites the world. The, it unites the nations, United Nations, you know? 
But now there's no, you know, there's no wars. You, you, you basically, you know, you're just flying drones over, you know, dropping bombs on weddings and preschools and shit like that. There's no real wars anymore. No, no one's getting stabbed by the bayonet at the end of a rifle, you know. There's no fucking face-to-face seeing the life drain out of somebody's eyes type shit anymore. So the Olympics don't really matter, you know. And traditionally, like if you go back to ancient uh, Greek times, you know it was the it was just running. It was the decathlon. It was the fucking throw the shot put, throw the javelin, jump the bar. You know, pole vault, high jump, long jump. You know now now we're doing skateboarding, basketball, tennis. Who gives a fuck? You know. Now, if I was in my prime you know, basketball-wise, and they said, hey, Clay, do you want to be in the Olympics? Yeah, I'd fucking go to that shit, for sure, and I'd be happy as fuck about it. But from a spectator perspective that I'm sitting at right now, I don't know, bro. Who cares anymore? Dude, until there's some real tension in the world. Dude, you know what people's biggest thing is now? Vaccinations. Who gives a fuck, dude? No one cares. The Olympics isn't going to bring the divided opinions between vaxxers and anti-vaxxers together. We don't need the Olympics. We need a doctor, dude. We need some education. We need someone to be like this. Hey, look, if you get the vaccine, yes, your skin will start falling off one layer at a time, but you won't get COVID. You know? Weigh up the options. Do you want your skin? Less skin, less chance of skin cancer. There's a positive. Keep doing the positive spin through everything in your life. Oh, shit. I'm infertile. Oh, well, I'm going to save so much money not raising kids. You know, or, oh, my God, now I've got the, not only the opportunity, but the necessity to adopt a child in need or foster a child in need, which I wouldn't have done otherwise, you know? Think about that. You Everything can be spun into a positive. It's silver linings, dude. It's the silver linings playbook. Shout out to Coach Bud Budenholzer, the official cuck of NBA coaches. He won a championship, and he's won some before as an assistant, I believe, but he's won his first as a head coach. Shout out to Coach Bud. And, you know, if he's not out there just sinking Bud heavies, dude, and I don't think you're supposed to call them Bud Heavies. You're just supposed to call them Buds. There's Buds and there's Bud Lights. We used to call them Bud Heavies and Budweiser come out and they said, please don't call that a heavy beer because people think that they're going to be fat cunts. Hey, guess what? They drink your light beer, they're still going to be fat cunts, bruh. Beer is just empty calories, doggy. Haven't been drinking heaps this lockdown. I think I got, I just like got over it last lockdown. You know, I was like drinking every day. And this time of, you know, I've had a couple drinks every day, but last time I was like getting slizzard. But I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling, you know, I just don't think that the Olympics is going to really fit solve shit. And it used to, it did. I, I, I believe that it used to bring countries together for at least, you know, two or three weeks. And now it's just like, how many people are going to get infected in the, in the um, Olympic uh, village? You know, are they all vaccinated? Was it a requirement to get vaccinated for this shit? Or like how many people are going to get vaccinated versus how many people are going to get pregnant in the Olympic village? Maybe if they're all vaccinated, no one gets pregnant because people, dude, this is the most frustrating shit about how they're talking about, um, oh yeah, you get infertile. It's like, you don't know that. Traditionally speaking, and this is something that I read, Uh, on the SA Health website, vaccinations, when they're tested, they get tested for two or more months because any signs of um, side effects, even long-term side effects, usually present between uh, two weeks and two months after getting the vaccine. Okay? Now, have they told someone to start shooting up the club and try and get somebody pregnant? I don't know. But the numbers speak for themselves, dude. Over 400 million people have been vaccinated now. You think none of them have, like, put a bun in the oven? Come on now. 
fourteen hundred people have died since getting the vaccine, and pe- and then people are just like, the vaccine's killing people. You want to you want to pull out a calculator, bro? That is less than zero 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 four percent, dude. So, what are you talking about? And also, those deaths aren't necessarily related to the vaccine. It's uh, it's required reporting for any death post vaccine to be reported to the um, Vera or whatever the fucking thing is. So that means if you get the vaccine and you walk out that clinic and you get hit by a bus, they got to report that, you idiots. Fucking do your research. Yeah, I did. I fucking did. You guys idiots, dude. We don't need the Olympics, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. My, hey, as research suggests, we don't need the fucking Olympics. Easy money. And that's sport. Um, did I have anything else? What time? Well, oh, we're only 30 minutes in. Dude, I've been doing this for an entire day because of fucking... Oh, man, don't let me start again. But let's... Um, shit, dude. I think we got... Uh, we got some... Um, what's it called? Poor posture this week. People sent it in. So let's uh let's get in let's get in there and have a little quick quick look. Alright. Someone named Matthew sent this one in. It's just loading here. And the headline says Serial Pooper banned from defecating, urinating in open spaces. Uh, after numerous, okay, worst website ever. It's come, it's come from somewhere called the New York Daily News. I don't know if that's sourced or unsourced, but after numerous convictions in British town. Let's read this. She broke the number two rule over and over again, and that's a pun. And this is, you know, I've gone into this before, but I, I'm tired of reporters. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think they're a waste of space, waste of time, waste of resources, but let's go. A British serial pooper has been officially banned from defecating and urinating in any open space in her town after more than two decades of criminal behaviour. Are we not already banned from that? Dude, I've got a ticket in the city for doing a wee uh, in public. Uh, public public urination. I got a ticket for that. It cost me about $180 to do a piss. That was fucking infuriating, bro. But I prefer to piss in public than piss in my pants and do you if you piss in your pants do you get the ticket anyway like if i was walking past the cops pissing in my pants probably not because i don't have my slab out you know do i have a criminal record for that mm. coffee, the best coffee anyway let's keep going amanda lee 50. Oh, yuck. She's disgusting, you guys. No offense. Amanda Lee, 50, has been breaking the law since at least 1996. So, so when they say 50, that means that she's 50 years old. But imagine if that was her nickname. <laughs> imagine if she had the same nickname as um, fucking Curtis Jackson. With 15 convictions for antisocial behavior, harassment, public order violations, and abusing the country's 999 on triple nine emergency phone number, according to police in the Northwest English County of Cheshire. There comes a point where you have to say, oh, sorry, this is the constable Alex Barker saying this. So he's saying, there comes a point where you have to say enough is enough and take additional action to protect the community and the businesses in the area. Right? And this bitch, like she might be trans. I'm not sure. She might just look like shit. She's got blue eyeliner. Um... She's shaved all the side, like the sides in her back of her hair, and then she's just got a tuft of hair in the middle of her head, and she's got face tattoos, not t- not tattooed tears, but tattooed love hearts. She looks like shit, dude. Her posture's terrible. Uh, she's for sure got scoliosis. Um, the crew resident has been issued a criminal behaviour order or CBO, which explicitly prohibits her from committing some of the, the her most common crimes for five years with violations carrying a prison sentence of up to five years. In addition to the urination and defecation ban, which is in effect for both public and private open spaces, Lee cannot carry open containers of alcohol in public. This is all stuff that I'm pretty sure that I'm still not, I'm not even allowed to do and I'm just an adult. 
Contact police on triple nine unless she has a genuine reason for doing so or use abusive language in a public space, including using a dog to threaten or intimidating people. Um, and that has just closed. So, yeah, that bitch has poor posture, bro. Um, thank you for sending that in, Matthew, I guess. Uh, back to the inbox here. What else have we got? Um, I did see another poor posture somewhere. Um, fuck, where did it go? Where did it go, you guys? I've got to, I've got to try and keep talking because we don't, we don't fucking go back and, um, uh, we don't go back and try and to, to, you know, edit all this shit, man. Here we go. This one's coming in from Theo. Theo, Theodore. <sighs> Come on. You guys send in these links. For some reason, all the news websites links are fucking um, just, they just use up so much bandwidth. They're slow as fuck. Bin's using up all the bandwidth again. An actor in a bed, but, oh, hold on. What's the um headline? Willie Bad, actor in bare-bottomed monkey costume with fake penis, appears at event to encourage children to read. An actor in a bare-bottomed monkey costume with a fake penis appears. Yep, okay, just double headline, I guess. Worried mums and dads complained after snaps appeared online of the rainbow-coloured character at an event. It was part of the Redbridge Library's reading challenge run by Redbridge Council in East London. One parent said... Someone needs to lose their job over this. A second asked, This is unbelievable. We have completely lost our moral compass as a society. Redbridge Libraries apologised for the inappropriate costume. Council leader, Jazz Athwal, and honestly, change your last name because that, that could easily just be asshole, you know, uh, said future performances which were organised by a partner charity had been axed. And that's the whole story. So yeah, don't get, don't get a uh, children's entertainer with a fake penis to be there, cause that is that is already hella rapey, bro. That is wild. That's that is for sure poor posture, Duke. You bring in your your fake cock into to a children's event, dude. Go see a chiropractor, bro. Your posture's fucked up. You look like the number six. Um, we got another one here and this one is coming in from Adzi. <laughs> oh, not Adam, Adzi. Uh, and this says intoxicated woman goes on masturbation spree in front of cops. Says she is pleasing boys. That's wild for the night. Let's check this out. Um, a stark naked woman was caught masturbating. Oh, we got this a couple weeks ago, you guys. Uh, so we'll just back out. So figure out your news source. If you're, um, you know, getting news now, which is two weeks old. You feel me? Oh, this one's wild. This one's coming in from Teresa. Brisbane man who filmed himself performing backyard castrations gets suspended sentence. And that's the real poor posture is going out to the, the justice system, if that's what you can even call it. If you're doing backyard castrations, doggy, you shouldn't be getting a suspended sentence. But I guess it says it was consensual. Let's keep reading. This is in Brisbane, Australia. This is around the corner. A Brisbane man with no formal medical qualifications who filmed himself performing backyard consensual castration surgeries on two men has been handed a, a suspended sentence and will be released from jail on probation. Oh, this is some real foul shit. Ryan Andrew King, 28, pleaded guilty to two counts of malicious act with intent in the district court in Brisbane this morning. Uh, what's the date on this? 16th of July. So this is recent. Uh, where does it say this morning? Where does it say? I've, I've lost my spot. Uh, this morning after admitting 
to carrying out genital removal procedures on the men at different times in 2019 and 2020. The court was told King met the men at met the men, a 26-year-old from New South Wales and a 66-year-old from Victoria on a eunuch interest website and the two surgeries occurred at a motel in Logan and a hostel in Brisbane. And I know Logan. I've got a friend from Logan. His name's Mitch. Uh, he's actually been, he's actually a friend of the show, Mitch Young. He's been on the show before uh, a couple years back and he's from Logan. I'm, and I'm glad this isn't him. And I'm glad he's not one of the victims either. I'm glad Mitch still has his nutsack, but let's keep it moving. It was also told King came to the attention of police after the second man suffered com- complications and needed hospital treatment. When emergency services were called to the hostel in the CBD, King admitted he had performed the surgery, but told police he did not believe he had broken the law, the court heard. The court heard police then searched King's home and discovered the genitalia of the older man inside his freezer. That is disgusting, Duke. Get your fucking... Spine aligned, bruh. Your post is terrible. You look like the letter S. Prosecutor Edward Coker, <laughs> everyone change your name, your last name to that, told the court the men had both sought out King to perform the surgeries and they had been carried out, filmed and uploaded online with their full consent. Both had an interest in having their genitals removed, he said. The court heard King had performed an earlier procedure on the older man in Victoria in 2018 but was not chose, charged over that incident. It also heard King had told the second man he was experienced and had performed the procedure 10 times. Um, dude, this is wild. This is a really long article, uh, but this dude's posture is disgusting, bro. And he's been suspended sentence. His posture's fucked up, but like to give this guy a suspended sentence, dude, no, this is interesting. This is interesting. So he's removing cocks or nuts from dudes who want that, who have expressed interest in it and given consent to it. That's like Dr. What's his name? Dr. Kevorkian. Was that his name? Who was the guy who was doing euthanasia? Like he did like 200 euthanizers, euthanized youths. He, <laughs> he euthanized like 200 people. Um, and he, he got done, but like, they want to die. They're, they're like terminal patients. They're not just like suicidal people. They're like terminally ill and shit. They're going to die anyway. They want to die. They don't want to fucking go through it anymore. So he killed them with their consent and he got he got done. So it's like, it's interesting because it's like you're, you're doing someone a favor. So they're, they're signing it over. They want it to happen. If you don't do it, they'll probably just fucking, you know, neck themselves or whatever. I don't know. It's a tough one, man. But either way, I think the court's got poor posture and so does this dude. Um, What's his name? William King or something? Ryan Andrew King, dude. And when you got to say people's middle names, you know they're fucking filthy beggars, bro. Dude, I think I saw one more poor posture in the inbox here. Hold on. Um, oh, where did it go? No. Oh, there it is. Found it. And this one is coming in from. Sorry, just loading. Come on, come on. Peter. This one come in from Peter. Um, not the uh, animal rights organization, but P-E-T-E-R. A man. Uh, and here we go. We've got the We've got the um, headline here. Right-handed man almost masturbates to death. Medical case study. This fellow redefined mind-blowing sex after he suffered a life-threatening stroke while repeatedly masturbating. Now medical experts are saying he's lucky he escaped the ultimate unhappy ending. Let me tell you this. I don't give a f- I don't care for that pun because an happy a happy ending is a massage where you get a hand job afterwards from someone else. It's not, a happy ending is not just coming by your own hand, okay? I don't like that pun, all right? And mind-blowing sex, masturbation is not sex. Oral sex, I'll give you oral sex, but self-sex, bruh, masturbation, that's called masturbation. I don't like those two puns in the first fucking paragraph of this bullshit. Not your fault, Peter. Let's go. 
The unnamed 51-year-old right-handed man from Japan admittedly enjoyed pleasuring himself several times a day, according to the new case study published in the medical journal, blah, blah, blah. However, one explosive self-love session went awry when, after climaxing, the serial stroker was struck down by a thunderclap, headaches, and severe vomiting. Unnerved by the unsexy symptoms, the man rushed himself to... Uh, Nagoya City University Hospital where he was found to have low blood pressure and confusion. Two telltale signs of cerebrovascular accident, according to the medical case study. Emergency medical technicians suspected he had a stroke while stroking. And okay, and that's it. And when you want to go a third bullshit pun, I'm out. I'm out. Okay? Yeah, we get it. This dude fucking beat his meat so you know, aggressively, he almost killed himself, dude. And maybe, just maybe, if you do that, you don't need to see Dr. Kevorkian. You can just kill yourself through that. You're giving yourself that work. Okay. Um, but I, I believe we've got some fuck shit as well. Let's get let's get to it. You take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. Take some fuck, then some shit, then some fuck, then some shit. You got a fuck shit stack, a fuck shit stack. It's a stack of fuck shit on top of itself, nigga. This one is coming in from Lance. Lots of men writing in today. Thank you, fellas. The rise of woke coke. Drug dealers are targeting middle-class users with ethically sourced cocaine for 200 pounds a gram to suit their vegan organic lifestyle. And guess what? Cocaine and organic are, uh, they're two, they're two, that's an oxymoron when you use those words next to each other. Cocaine is by definition, is cooked. Well, no, that's crack, but cocaine is, I don't know. I don't know the fucking recipe, dude, but I, surely, anyway, let's let's see what this fucking thing has to say. Thank you, uh, whatever your name was. Was it Lance? Um, drug dealers have been targeting blah, 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 said that already. Wealthy users are shelling out a fortune for the upmarket sniff to suit their vegan organic life, lifestyles, according to one former soap actress. And if you're on co- and if you want coke bad enough, you will just believe that it's organic. So your drug dealer, you're getting it from the same drug dealer probably, and he's just like, yeah, dude, this shit's organic, ethically sourced, cocaine, you know? And then you're just like, oh, how much? And he's like, mm, I don't know, 800 bucks. He's like, shit, that's a bit expensive. It's like, you want, do you want organic? And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm on a diet. I was like, well, 800, bro. And then you fucking pay it and you're getting the same Coke as the dirty dude who paid 400, bro, and eats Kentucky Fried Chicken. Same Coke. Same Coke, bro. Idiots. The product is sold with tags including environmentally friendly and ethically sourced with promises is produced by well-paid farmers. <laughs> comedy bro but experts have warned there is nothing to back these claims there is simply a very clever marketing play yeah of course of course and that is fuck shit dude and i don't need to read anymore i know how it goes you're a cocaine addict and you want to believe that you're doing the 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 industry a favor by going organic you dumb cunts um (laughs) that's so wild that you would just even bother to believe that just eat a hamburger dude Eat a factory farmed chicken, all right? Christ. Anyway, let's go to advice then. We need to move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. That ain't no problem. Huh? All right. Um, This is wild. And this one's coming in from Vinny. Vinny. Uh, My mum found my fleshlights and asked what they were. Shit, let me just get a get a hit of this uh, bung bung coffee before I answer this. You absolute, you know, 51-year-old Japanese right-hander. Let's go. So while we were getting ready to go to a vacation, my mum was looking through my drawers, looking for clothes to take. While looking, how old are you? Why is your mum packing, you fucking idiot? Oh, 19. Pack your own bags. Do I need to read the rest? Do I need to read the rest? 
Dude, honestly, your mum just... If your mum doesn't know what a fleshlight is, just tell her that shit is a, a, you know, a container. It's just like a storage container. And it's got a rubber thing on the top that looks like a vagina, but it's just a funny joke. It's a storage thing. Tell her that. It's almost true. It stores your semen after you spray all in it. Yuck. Um, anyway, she's looking for clothes. She found my fleshlights. Plural? What's wrong with you, bro? Um, I was in the kitchen and heard her call me. She asked, hey, what's this? In a confused tone and I responded with, do you not know what they are for? As this was happening, I was trying to think how I would tell her what they're for and there was no way she would just ignore it if I ignored her. I manned up and told and told her what they are for, masturbation. Once I told her, she kept saying how I should get a girlfriend. <laughs> She's not wrong, brother. I told her I got it because of quarantine. She continued and talked about how she was disappointed. Your brother never did that. Your mum's a cunt, dude. She's shaming you. Like, it's okay if I shame you. I'm, you know, I'm the fucking boss man. I'm the PhD of podcasting. I have sex with real vaginas. You know, I'll, I'll shame you, but your mother, dude. Tell her to get the fuck out of your room, dude. And you, pack your own bags, you idiot. Your brother never did this. My brother is older than me and no longer lives with us and talked uh, uh, about five minutes past and we act like nothing has happened. We haven't mentioned or talked about it. I tried talking about the mini vacation we are going on and she responded with, I don't know. I can't even think straight right now. Dude, I don't know where you live, but move out. Your mum sucks. Your mum is a dramatic fucking loser, dude. Fucking, I'm off her. I'm fucking off her, dude. I need advice. What should I do? Should I act like nothing happened? Should I talk to her about it? I just don't want her to think that I am some perverted weirdo, especially since on one of the fleshlights was a mouth opening and the other was a vaginal also opening. I feel weird. My mother hasn't mentioned it since. This happened about two hours ago from writing this post. When did you send it? I got this seven hours ago. So this is recent. Give me some advice on what to do. All right, dude. Um, she might just be spooked because she's realizing that you're not her little boy anymore. Um, you're not in the wrong. I'll tell you that. Sometimes you got to get a nut off. I get it. And it's better than, you know, at least you didn't fuck like the family dog or something, you know? Um, I would just let her process it at her pace. She can, It's not like you did anything like, I don't know, dangerous or what? I don't know. She sucks. Your mum's being a loser, dude. Uh, I wouldn't worry too much about it. Let her process it at her pace. She'll get over it. If she wants to keep talking about it, she she needs to go see a therapist or something herself. She, she just needs to move the fuck on. I'm sorry your mum sucks. What's your name? Vinny or Vince or something. Um, what else have we got here in the advice inbox? Um, oh, this one's a bit serious. And this one's coming in from Alicia. Uh, what do I say to someone who is experiencing postpartum depression? In short, I lost my twin babies on in June. Holy shit. I'm so sorry. My sister-in-law had her baby on the 9th of June, she reached out to me telling me how she is experiencing postpartum depression and had thoughts of harming herself. I want to be a support system for her, but my mind is also jumbled because of my own grief. I also think that she needs to speak to a doctor, but I know she won't. I don't know what to say or how to be supportive. Please give me some advice. Tell her to see a fucking doctor. You don't know that she won't. Um... Fuck, I'm so sorry for your loss, okay? Um, to write into a 31-year-old man with no children about this is, I don't know, brave, I guess? Strong or something? I don't know, but I feel for you. I really feel for you. Um, but tell your sister-in-law to see a doctor, and if she doesn't listen, there's, not, there's nothing you can do about it. 
you're both going through some shit. Does, does, you didn't really mention whether she knows that you lost your twins. I'm guessing she does. I'm guessing she knows. Maybe you can just share. You know, you're, you're both going through mental health shit. It's different. It's, it's based around pregnancy. Maybe you can have conversations with each other about it. I don't know. I would see a therapist yourself if you're not already. And then if you are already seeing one, you can tell her your experience and maybe that will help her go. Or maybe you invite her to come along to one of your sessions or to your doctor. Something like that. I'm so sorry. Um, surely you've asked more people than a comedy podcast, you know, about this issue. I, I know that, I, you know, guys, I know I've got an advice section, but please don't just like go on what I say for a lot of this shit. I'm an idiot. I'm a fucking dumb guy. Okay. So, um, don't 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 fucking sit at home waiting for me to answer your questions. You you should be getting more sources. I'm unsourced. You should be getting more sources. All right. Um. Here we go. This this subject line says, "How do I keep my hair cleaner?" And I've got a pretty fucking simple answer for you. Um. Hi. First time writing not sure where else to go <laughs> anywhere but here i would say for hair advice i know i've got dope hair but honestly come on anyways i've had this bold oh no sorry i've had this bad skin condition my whole life i've been finding that showering every other day instead of every day has been helping slightly i've been doing this for about two weeks now but i've been finding that my hair is really nasty i work as security so i'm walking th through a pretty gross building quite a lot. So it's not just sweat and dirt and grime as well. My scalp also gets really dry and awful. Considering it is also affected by my eczema. So is there any way to keep my hair cleaner and less greasy without affecting my scalp? Thanks in advance. Bung, bung, Dan. Um, I'll tell you this, Dan. There's something called... Um, talcum powder, you can sprinkle like a little bit, like a dust it through your hair, right? It keeps it dry and stops it from getting greasy. It doesn't clump up. It doesn't look like dandruff unless you're putting too much in. So you could try that. There's something that girls use called dry shampoo. It comes in a can and it smells very girly. If you were a security guard and I walked by you smelling like that, I would either not respect you or I'd try and fuck you. I don't know. Um, Dan... There is medicated shampoos you can use. So, uh, you know, Head and Shoulders is uh, widely known for its dandruff protection, but you can get shit that's much stronger than that from like the chemist. Or I think maybe you can even get prescription strength. I'll talk to your doctor about that. Um, yeah. That's about all the advice I've got on that. That's such a wild question to come in today. Not like, no offense, dude, but like you said, you're not sure where else to go. <laughs> then the welcome to the potty podcast. <laughs> that is so wild, bro. But thank you. Uh, I guess that's a compliment or something. Wild for the night, bro. Um, oh, this is one more. I'll, I'll do one more. And this is from Vinny, who I think... You know, I think sent in Paul Poster or something just earlier. So I like I like that. I got Rachel texting me. She's hungry. Uh so one more, one more advice. Um and this is from Vinny. It says, How do you professionally say I don't give a fuck? Ah, dude, I've got one for you. Um I'll look into it. That's what I'd say. Someone says, Oh, you know. Da, 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 to you just be like yeah i'll look into it that means i don't give a fuck dude um um thank you for your feedback say thank you for your feedback or comment thanks for your comment don't respond to the comment 
Um, you could say something. Um, just shit that like means something but doesn't really. I'll take it under advisement. You know, um, or you can. This one's a bit like uh, passive aggressive. I'll give it all the attention that it's due. <laughs> That's wild, bro. Because that's you saying like, this doesn't mean shit. And I'm about to show you that by not doing anything about it without saying that. So yeah, I'd say that one. That's a good one. I'll give it all the attention that it's due. I like that. Uh, Thank you for your note. Stuff like that. Uh, I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Um, Um... Sometimes I have in my professional career said things to like, I've responded to like lengthy emails with received and read or noted things like that. Acknowledged. You can do all that, dude. There's a lot of ways to say fuck you uh, without saying it, but um, try it. Try any of those options, dude. Thank you Vinny for, for your double emails this week. Um, Make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about the Welcome to the Potty podcast. And that goes for all you guys. This is Welcome to the Potty. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves. And as always, bang bang. Baby, welcome to